other free agent draft tomorrow starting, right? Yep. Yep. Auction league. So, but man. All right. So we decided, no, I decided, sorry. I just decided he went with it because he does, he's okay with this, but um, I am under a lot of stress right now. And uh, we're still recording this podcast because this is like a de-stressor for me, but I'm starting to get a little aggravated in my leagues. So I got to talk about it because if I keep it all bundled in, you know, it's not good for you. As my therapist says, you know, you just got to let it out. And so, uh, you know, dynasty is my therapy as well, except for when people piss me off. So today we are going to bitch and moan and complain about all of our dynasty and fantasy football pet peeves. We are also going to compliment the things that happen in a league that we're like, you know what? I, I really enjoy X, Y, Z. I love when this happens. It makes me feel good. We're not going to talk about um, when, like, when you fleece somebody or you know, trape, as, as we say on here, copyright, second and short. Um, you know, so that's, our, that's our word. But we're not going to talk about like, when, you, when you get one over on somebody. Um, so let's go ahead and let's just kind of, we're going to go back and forth. I'll say one, you say one. Then I'll say a positive, you say a positive. And then I'll say another negative, and you say another negative. I, uh, that works. Let's go ahead. So, so, should, should, should so, we at least introduce ourselves? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So welcome on to the Second and Short <laughs> Podcast. This is the Cheap Seats Dynasty and Fantasy Football uh, Podcast Forum. Uh, I am Tyler Lauder, your main host here, joined with Jason Teasley, our Dynasty expert from the coast. And now, even though this is going to be um, kind of like a, a pros and cons of leagues, uh, there's still going to be educational things in here that we think we can provide to you guys that can kind of, you know what? I also don't like this in my league. How can I change it? And let's find ways to, you know, adapt to this. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is when somebody is wanting a player from you, right? Let's talk about trades and my biggest pet peeve. And almost, I just want to like not talk to this person ever again is when somebody says, Hey, give me Mike Evans, but I only want to give you a third round pick, 310 in the rookie draft. And I go, well, no, he's worth more than that. Well, yeah, but he's old and his quarterback's old. And how can he actually be that good for that long? And you know, the wide receiver group is so crowded and everything. And then I go, hold up, wait, 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 wait. If you want Mike Evans, why'd you just dog on him four times? Why are you trying to shit on the guy I'm sending you? And then, you know, shine up your shit you're sending me like that doesn't make any sense to me don't dog on the person you're wanting to get from me just so that way you can send me lower value it, I, it annoys me in in fantasy football like like crazy yeah i mean i, I understand there's conversation yes but when when it's like a vast difference in opinions and then when you ask why they're they're like well, why, what makes you offer something so low? And then they start just totally shitting on it. Then why do you want them? What, exactly. What, you, tell me, educate me. Why do you, if you think of him as being trash and worth that 310, why, why do you want him? You try to, try to sell that reason to me. And it pisses me off to no end that people will totally try to undervalue people, but yet, if they're so undervalued, then why are you even entering the discussion? 
Yeah, where is the desire coming from? And for me, so so that's that that's part of my this is my negative thing. This is something that I'm complaining about. So what are ways that we can turn this into fixing it for um, educational purposes? I guess that's how we're going to look at this. That's what a podcast is for, essentially, right? We're trying to bring our information to you. In this situation, there's let, let's go from both angles here. So from the person sending the trade, instead of dogging on the person you're trying to get, just be like, here's my thing. I worry about his age, so I don't feel comfortable sending anything more than this. If you won't accept that, I am okay with it. Like that's where that conversation needs to be. Like if I want a Mike Evans, this is a great example because I'm literally trying to trade him in a league I'm rebuilding. So I don't need him because he's older, because his quarterback's uncertain, but he's still good. He's still a wide receiver one. But for me, a wide receiver one means I don't get the one, one or one, two next year. So I don't want that. I would rather have picks where I can rebuild properly. And there's a contending team that doesn't want to give me a second this year and a first next year or a first this year and a second next year doesn't want to do that combo because you know they're going to draft the next mike evans sure whatever that's fine don't send it to me but don't come back to me with well i'll give you you know i'll give you i don't even know i'll give you chris cooley or whatever whatever i just hear i'm trying to think of i don't even know what i'm trying to think of i'll give you i'll give you byron pringle and a and a 2023 fourth round pick no okay just just to tell me that you cannot send the value that I want. And this is the most you can send. And if we don't meet there, that's okay. Trade talks can end. We come back to it another day. That's fine with me. Now from the person receiving the shit offer or not, or, and also receiving the, your player is so bad and everything. What I would say is stop the conversation there and just say, I cannot trade him unless this is his value. If you can work towards that, we can talk. If not, let's cut it dry. I think it's good for league culture. I think it's good for um, GM to GM culture as well, because you never want to cut off trade partners because yeah. that kills you in a league. Because then, because then your numbers just start dropping, and then all of a sudden you can trade. You only can trade with three guys, and eventually they're not going to have anybody you want on their team. Right, but and you got to look at it like this. This is the how I come at it as, you know, if I'm trying to get a player, say, look, I, I'm lacking in this position. Mm-hmm. This. I, this is somebody that I'm interested in. Can we work something out? This is where I value. I wanted to, I just want to gauge where you're valuing. Yeah. That way, if you just, if you just flat out say, where, how do, this is where I value. Where do you value? You know, you get, you get some common ground to work toward. You get a bookend. Now, you get bookends and you can work your way to that selection. Right. Cause I mean, there's some owners out there that, you know, you may be on the same page with just by simple conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, uh, now, if you're the on the other spectrum, if you're the player, the guy sending them away, you know, just be open. Be open up front. Look, I'm rebuilding. I see, I, I see that you you could use this. This could benefit mm-hmm. you. And just be honest with them. Say, look, this benefits you. Yes. I'm looking to rebuild, like in your case. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to rebuild. So you giving me a first, that's going to be a back end first. Yeah. And uh, do you really think you could get this player on that back end first, the caliber of this player and just be open and honest? Yeah, no, I agree. All right. Now give me a pet peeve of yours. What is something you do not like? Well, playing oh, guys your fantasy, just like something uh, off to- top of your head. I, don't think hard about it. Top my big, my biggest pet peeve is no communication. 
Uh, send a trade offer and then ghost it. Yeah, no communication. Just, uh, just send a trade offer and you know, and just sit there and let the trade offer set. You know, you log in, you see the trade. You don't, you don't do nothing with it. You don't say, "Hey, I'm interested." Hey, no, decline. God, that is the biggest pet peeve because trades are about communication. Yes, that. That is the basis of trade negotiations. You, a negotiation cannot help help either team without seeing what the values is. So if you just send blind trade offers out without saying, hey, look, this is what I'm interested in. This is my needs. This is I see that your team needs this. Let's work on stuff. It, it kills me. It is the most frustrating thing ever. Yes, 100% it is. And I think, it's not even just that, but like I have in the league, this we'll keep talking about the same rebuilding league. And some of these guys kind of dog on dog on me for talking behind their back about this league and everything. But it's like, you know, I have a platform. So with, I'm going to, I'm going to use it. Even if it's a small platform, there's 10 people listening to me. I'm going to tell them about your shit. But uh, we have a guy in there that literally you can tag him in the group chat. Will not respond. You can send him a trade offer. Will not respond. He might eventually one day, but <laughs> It's the off season. Why would he? Why would he respond in the dynasty? You know, why would he? Why would he try and respond? And it's what's crazy to me is like you're on like an app like Sleeper. At least to my knowledge, I have no idea, and I'm not very tech savvy on how to mute anything. Like I don't know how to mute getting tagged. I don't know how to mute getting you know just everything like notifications from group chats or trade offers. So I get everything on my phone. I, I it's there. I get it. It pops. It's a little football helmet logo at the top of my. So do these guys just let that sit there or do they see it and go, nah, and push it aside? And it's like, if you're doing that, what are you doing? Like, just respond to it. Just say, no, fuck off. Just tell me to fuck off. That's better than leaving it blank. Or better yet, join a redraft league instead of a dynasty league. Yeah, and I think, and now this is obviously like people are going to probably say like, oh, you're nitpicking here and everything, but. I think the whole point of like a dynasty league is it's year round competition. It's year round communication. It's year round activity. Now, if you're in a basic league, then I get there are going to be dead periods, but I mean, free agency just happened in the NFL. So I'm trying to get trades going because, Hey, we're all talking about what's going down in the group chat. I'm going to get trades going. You should be active somehow. And here's my thing. The, the people I'm talking about, I think they only have like one dynasty league or like two dynasty leagues. You have time to take a shit every day. You have enough time to look at your phone and be like, all right, I'm going to be in the, I'm going to be in the bathroom for 10 minutes. I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I got this. Um, Nope. I don't want to do that trade. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, I'm done. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I got tagged. You know what? I'm not interested in player X. Cool. I'm not going to send you another offer. I literally have three trade offers to one guy right now for for his pick i have three different offers to him because i don't know what he wants they're offers i would do they're i think they're i think they're win-win but i don't know what he'll do and he could accept them or he could not i don't know yeah it's spaghetti offers you're mm-hmm. throwing shit at, you're throwing shit at the wall hoping something sticks yeah you get, a, get some kind of reply so let's let's trademark that as well as spaghetti mm-hmm. offer so now let's bring this into how can we fix this so I think the biggest thing is here is I think establishing communication when somebody joins a league is very important saying that, Hey, this is an active league. Like you don't got to be here every day, but like if people are sending you trade offers, like 
respond to them like in a timely manner like i think if you respond to a trade offer within three to four days that's i think that's fair that's fine in the off season during the during the season i'd probably want it in like one to two days because it's such a quick turnaround from game to game yeah. but in off season if, if you give me a response within like you know three to four business days i'm okay with that like i'm cool like you don't got to message me at midnight on saturday night no but but if i send you an offer on monday and you hit me up by thursday i'm cool with that but just you have to just respond the other thing is on the flip side if you're the person sending the offers just stop talking to people if those guys won't you know what don't send them any offers their team's not going to get better if they're only just in the league to draft rookies and then hopefully they work they'll eventually find themselves out and they'll leave they will or they will eventually be like, why does nobody ever send me trade offers? And they will become active. So that's just the options that I see with it. So, And the option I have is, you know, similar to what you give. When you join a league, set your parameters. Say, look, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't check the app on it, but here's my email address. Yeah. Shoot an email address. Shoot a, Everybody's got technology. Everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody's got email. Be like, hey, look, you know, you know, I might not be on the app all the time, and I really want to be part of the league. Shoot me, shoot me a message on my text. Here, here's yeah, my text number. Me, email me. Yeah, just like, yeah. You have just uh, let people know your parameters on the best way to enter negotiations and talk trades. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing to establish too, because it, it doesn't have to be like blow up my phone, but it's like, hey man, I for uh, the app is on my phone, but I just don't ever look at it because it's so it blows up all the time. But I check my emails every night. Send me an email. Like, and I'm cool with that. And I can work with yeah. that hundred percent. And I can, yeah, yeah. I'd appreciate that. So let's talk about something that we do enjoy. Let's get two positives out here as well. So what I really enjoy is when you send a trade offer to somebody and they go, okay. And they just accept it. <laughs> it is. And it's not like, oh, I think I won the deal because I, I truly believe that I can, I can convince myself and the other owner on why a deal works for both of us. Not why, hey, do the steal, do the steal, it's good for you. No, literally, Mike Evans. I will give you Mike Evans, who helps you win money and contend, and I will take the rookie that will be on your bench because he will help me build long-term. In my eyes, win, win. Like, that's how I will establish. Like, if I send, if I sent you an offer right now, and Mike Evans is who I'm using, so we can probably pick a different player. Let's, I mean, give, give, me, give, me, give me another let's, wide receiver. Give me another wide receiver. Well, uh, all right, let's say Kenny Galladay. No, give me a better wide receiver. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. If I said Terry McLaurin, about to be 28, um, you know, so he's about that time where you would probably want to flip him if you're rebuilding and everything. If right now I said, hey, um, I would give you Terry McLaurin, and you give me, you know, 111 and give me a second round pick next year. And you are, your, your number three receiver right now is fucking Russell Gage. Like you need to upgrade your number three. You can yeah. either try and do that with the 11th rookie, or you can get a top 25 wide receiver in Terry McLaurin. Yeah, you go, and I would take that deal because. And you would take that deal. There we go. Because it's, I look at it from what, we we play me and you play a lot of our leagues are mm-hmm. our money leagues yeah uh, so i'm wanting to gain money i i want yeah. to have a team that wins money i don't like donating money i hate losing yeah. i'm very competitive so i'm going to look what is sets me up the best to cash in 
because and win money. Once you win a league one time, and I know some people will be like, well, yeah, but if you do that and then like you, you win and then your team's bad after that. If I'm in a league where I, I, I spend $50 and then I win $500 because I got first place, the next 10 years I'm in that league are paid for now because for I just won $500. Who gives a shit if my team sucks the next three years? It's free. I don't care. That's how I justify the money and everything. Some people are like, no, I got $500. I just went and bought tacos. And I'm like, no, that $500 goes reinvested back into Dynasty. So you're playing for free the next year in your league. That's the, that's the concept of winning. You get a free entry the next year because you won. Congratulations. Plus X amount of dollars. So yeah, in that deal, you get a chance to compete for a championship and win. Even if you don't win, you get second place. You're still taking home money. And then yeah. I get a rookie that can help me out even though it's points over replacement. So like you would be replacing Russell Gage with Terry McLaurin. Um, well, I guess, and also that rookie that you would draft the 111. But now instead of having to pick between who has the best matchup and everything, you insert Terry McLaurin. He's your wide receiver three for the whole year you start him. You're good to go. For me, I can play pick and choose because I don't have a good team. And it works, works. Uh, tell me, a, uh, tell me, a, uh, I guess, is it still a pet peeve if it's good? Tell me something that like you really like. Like what? What's positive? What gives you a thumbs up? Uh, um, I'm going to say worthwhile commissioners. Um, the, a, 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 yeah, and I, I, will, I will give you kudos because I came into a league that I had no idea what kind of format I was getting into. You brought me in, and you pretty much winged me along, let me know what's going on. And, you know, and this league, I honestly could say this league, the league mates that I'm in here with are very understanding, know, know everything, and they're really cool, uh, and I appreciate that. So now another commissioner I had, he's, ran, he's, ran five, he's running five of my other leagues, mm -hmm. is amazing. He's year-round. He's very active. He lets you know, you know, we have a calendar set up. We have um, – he makes sure everybody has contact information for everybody else in the league. He sends out – monthly reminders hey look we're coming up on you know free agency just happened leagues open you know get your communication started and having a invested commissioner makes the league so enjoyable you cannot if you have a commissioner that is not worth a shit your league is dying on the vine if you have a, a very active and fun commissioner your league thrives you you want to be in that league. You want to expand that league. You talk about this. I mean, you talk about several of our leagues because they're mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. And I think, I think in a commissioner and not, not only a commissioner that like, like the calendar setup, I think stuff like that is perfect. Like, Hey, this is how the league's going to go. This is what today is tomorrow is XX. You know, I love that stuff. What I also love is when you're like, Hey, commissioner, we got an issue. This something, something is wrong. We need it fixed. It's honestly like they can dictate and just get it done. Or it's like, hey, pulls up right now. I'm tagging everybody. Get in here. Let's fix this. Right. I love commissioners that when you bring a problem to them, they will try and solve it. It doesn't, and it's not even that they solve it that day, but it's like, I know they're working on it. Like, hey, we're supposed to trim our rosters down to 20. This guy's got 22 and this guy's got 23. Like, hey, can you, can you, can, can, can you just like get on that and everything so we can get this fair and everything? And the commissioner's like, yeah, and then they give a deadline for those guys. I love that. In reverse, as a commissioner, I love, it's going to be like a bonus love. I love when somebody, it's so hard for me to like, like in our league that it's 16 team, 
It's a salary cap league, contracts, franchise tag, RFA, auctions, everything. It's insane. I miss things. I miss things all the time. More like I, somebody has a player on their team and their contract is wrong or something. I love when a league mate tells me as a commissioner, hey, this is wrong. Um, just letting you know and giving a heads up. I love when other people are looking out because I think that's good league culture. Um, and it doesn't put everything on my plate, but they trust me like, hey, I'm going to tell you this information because I know you're going to fix it. And I like that communication as well. I love that in a league. And it's not like, hey, what the fuck? Why, is, why does this guy get to do this and everything? Like, it's like, no, no, just ask me a question. Bring in me information. I'm going to do my best to solve it and fix it. Um, that's, that's really positive. Let's get, some, let's get another negative thing out of here. That's another pet peeve that we have. I'm, I'm going to let you go first, though. Give me another pet peeve oh, that wow. really bothers you in, in a league. Pet peeve, another pet peeve that I have. Um, just, I, I can't think of another one right off. You put me on the spot. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go out with this one. Um, the pet peeve that I, I currently have is uh, the... The and we've talked about this on on a previous episode. The when somebody gets upset when trash talking occurs, mm. uh, they 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 are too thin skinned and they get get bent out of shape because somebody messes with them. Uh, and and it's and it's all good and fun. There's nothing, no personal attacks or anything, and yeah. they get upset. They get upset and they throw a fit. I, th- I think the biggest instance is we're not gonna we won't go specific, but I think it's like if um if somebody makes a trade and people dog on that trade, um as long as it's not personal, as long as they're not like man you're you're an idiot or anything like as long as you're not attacking that person, you're just like dude I would never do that deal. I think you got worked. When they start getting really mad, I do agree that that's that's just kind of annoying. My thing is, is that if you're like, you know, that's going to go out there and, and you know what, (laughs) it shouldn't bother you that people don't like the deal that you did because you have, you value them more. Like if I make a deal and you're like, I, we text each other deals all the time. (laughs) Yes, we do. And sometimes I don't know what side you're on. And I tell you what side I like. And you're like, Oh, I'd be sending that away. Okay. If you like it, do it. It's your team. But I'm going to tell you what I feel about it, and that shouldn't hurt you. Like, just because I disagree with your trade that you did doesn't mean that you're a terrible person or I hate you. It just means I don't like that deal, and you do, but that's cool. But I'm just letting you know, like, yeah, I wouldn't do that deal. And I think that's, that's an okay thing to do. And now I've, I've come around to this a little bit more. As long as you're not attacking the person or tagging them or, like, being personal, I think it's okay to talk about league news that's because that's what that is when when christian kirk signed a massive contract to jacksonville some gms called other gms and were like what the is going on over here why did they do they're going to talk about it and we are gms of our dynasty leagues we're going to talk about league news and that's got to be okay and i I look at like this you know and we'll put this we'll put this in a in a fantasy perspective do you pay my league fees no so why dictate what I do as my team? Yes, it's my money. Let me do what I want with it. And it's your money. Why do you care what I say about it? Yeah, but like I said, I mean, getting feedback from your league mates 
it's also a positive because you know what that does? That opens up trade talks because you're like, oh, really? You want to done that? Well, what would you have done? That gets that gets you somebody talking. That opens up communication. So down the line, if you need to make a trade, be like, you know, we we I want to revisit this. You know, you said I was so. What would you do for this player? That gives you an avenue get into a trade talk with a, a person. That's why I think that communication is so vital. Because if you if you get offended by something I say to you about a trade, am I going to trade with you? No. That 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 limits a trade partner for you and me. So I I think that a positive hazing and razzing and just busting each other balls is a, is acceptable. Don't take it too personal. Don't be be thick, a little thick skin because you know at some point you're going to have to make trades. You're and but you don't want to burn bridges. I'm comfortable if somebody sends me a bad offer. I tell people to fuck off. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to talk to you again. I'm going to tell you no fuck off. Get out of here. Um now the other turn side of that is everything is that if you do that and you see a league mate have a really negative reaction to that and it gets bad, then I think you need to know your league where it's like, all right, this gets in a bad trade. I'm not going to post it in the group chat, but I'm going to message. We're going to message each other. You know what I mean? And you're going to tell me like, dude, this deal was terrible. That's okay. But I think you need to establish like, you know what? Anytime Jason makes a trade and I want to dog on and everything, he's okay. If I do that, he doesn't care, but you know, whatever. Teasley doesn't like it. So now I got to adjust in that situation. I can't do it in the front. I, I think it's okay to adjust. I do think, yes, guys, a little tougher skin and everything, you know, let it roll off your shoulders. It's your money. You're doing whatever you want with it. Who cares? You did the deal. Cause you thought it was good for you. Who cares if somebody thinks you got fleeced, they didn't get fleeced and you don't think you got fleeced anyway. So uh, last thing here, uh, we'll talk about pet peeves, pet peeves. You know what? It's crazy. I feel like I'm actually like pretty good. Um, Cause we kind of touched on it. It was like, it, we, I don't, I don't like gang mentality in group chats. Like if, yeah. if, I, if you and I have an issue, I don't like when like four of the people like jump on your side and start dogging on me. It's like, get out of here. Or I wouldn't want four people jumping on my side and dogging on you. So between us. Now, that being said, I can't stand when two league owners have an issue. And instead of going to direct messages, they blow up like a hundred chat conversation in the group. And it's like, you two don't like each other right now. And you're mad. Go talk over there in this private box that nobody else sees. And you can talk for hours and it's free. It's free. Talk as long as you want. It's free, but don't do it in the group chat because Somebody goes, hey, blah, 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 on the block and everything. And then an hour later, I go out to log on. There's 100 messages. I'm not going to scroll through those because I'm like, man, these guys bitch for an hour. I'm not going to scroll through those. And now I just miss that your guys on the block and it just messes things up for me. Uh, so that's something I don't, I don't like. It's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, you know, and for ways to avoid that and everything, having an active commissioners or active league mates that say, if you see something like that, guys that are bitching each other, you don't have to shut it down, but just dudes, Go go to the DMs. Or you know what? You guys you guys have each other's phone numbers. Call each other and talk. Yeah. Like text. Yeah. Get it over with. But get out of the group chat. This is a chat for all of us to enjoy, not for you guys to destroy. And it rhymes, so it's true. Facts. Dropping knowledge. Yeah. 
Uh, is there any one more thing that you want to talk about that's uh, that's a positive? Because we kind of have Not, four negatives. I think it's I think it's been a good therapy session. I think so too. I do feel a little more relaxed. Um, I do think that it's it is a nice little short episode, and we're kind of tailing a little bit. Now, next week we are going to do uh, our very first uh, Superflex uh, twelve team uh, dynasty rookie mock draft. We're going to go back and forth for the first 12 picks, kind of tell you guys who we would take. Maybe we'll throw in a couple second round picks in there as well uh, to round up to like 15 picks, something like that. Um, that's what we're going to do for next week. We'll go working on that. But this week is just a nice little relaxing. Let's get stuff off your chest. And if you yourself have an issue, comment down below and tell us what pisses you off in your leagues and what makes you happy in your leagues. Like this video as well. Follow us here on YouTube. Subscribe to all of our Dynasty po uh, podcast forums where we're on Spotify, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Google Podcasts, Facebook. We're everywhere. Follow along. Stick with us. Uh, Dynasty breakdown going down soon. We're going to tailor to NFL stuff as well. We'll talk about NFL draft coming up as well and get away from Dynasty for like a week. Uh, yeah, but be prepared for our mock draft that we're going to go back and forth talking about in the Superflex realm, 12 team next week. We're also partners with the W2M Network. You can see all of our content there, as well as other content creators like Jason, who talks about movies and such on a podcast over there. Yeah, uh, me and Mark Radley do either. The, I'm either on Damn You Hollywood or Triple Feature. Mm -hmm. um, check it out, movies. Next movie we're going to be reviewing is the last installment of the Fantastic Beast trilogy. I've actually got my wife on it. Nice. So yeah, definitely check check us out over there. And like I said, if you have any leagues that have openings or uh, in a startup shoot me and Tom message. We're trying to try to co-commit, uh, co-own a team together. And we were, we're looking for a, a nice league mentality and set up to join in. So shoot us a message if you have one. Yeah. And you can check me out on love war challenges podcast, as well as their TikTok town as well. And that is it for us. So thank you guys for tuning in, bearing with us coming to our own therapy session this week, <laughs> dynasty therapy. Uh, it's always healthy. You can talk to your league mates, talk to your commissioner. If something's bothering you, talk to people. It's okay to get it out there. Um, don't be that guy, though. Last thing, don't be the guy that it's like, if you don't do this, I'm going to quit. Uh, that's bullish. Bullish, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that guy uh, or girl or, or kid, whatever, or grandparent. I don't know. But anyways, as always, get out there and do some fucking trading. It's the offseason. Your team could do better. See you guys next week. Later. Later.